Based in Richmond, Virginia, Brinks is a global leader in security-related services for banks, retailers, and a variety of other commercial and government customers. For financial institutions, retailers, governments, and other industries, the Brinks name is synonymous with trust, integrity, security, and quality service worldwide. Visit Brinks.com for more information today, as services include armor car transportation, money processing, long-distance transport of valuables, vaulting, and other value-added solutions. You can add cryptocurrencies to the mix, even. Brinks.com for more information today. Let's get back to the show. All right. Good morning, everyone. 8.01 a.m. on this Tuesday, May 7th, 2019. I don't want to rush into it, but uh, leading up to this point, everything was rushed this morning, believe it or not. I was like hastily getting emails out and checking some inbox messages and for work, of course, between the, the two hours of getting the kids on the bus and I'm sitting here in the car as we speak and all the children, except for just a handful, are sitting down on the sidewalk. I'd say two, four, six, eight, 12 or 13 children at the bus stop, all between the ages of seven to 11, perhaps. And uh, here I am. Hope all is well with everybody. Uh, this is the Applegate experience. And um, we've got a new garbage crew making their way around the neighborhood today. And uh, they're about uh, an hour and a half later than the old crew. Same route, <clears throat> same day, same schedule for the most part, except for the time frame to pick up the trash from the house. So let me get this sucker into drive as I see the yellow school bus. And I'm going to go ahead and wave to the kids. Bye, kids. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Learn something, will ya? All right. So that's that. Um, my Mr. Mom duties uh, have been put on delay until the afternoon hours of between 3 and 3.30. So I am fortunate that uh, I've got some wonderful kids. Although they are stubborn, just like their father, they need uh, a little coercion and uh, some, some finesse, you know, to, to sculpt them into works of art here. <laughs> well, God forbid they turn out to be something, yeah, so, so detrimental to society, but uh, that's, um, that's to be determined. So it, it, they're coming out to be, you know, some decent young adults. And I had to comment to mo both of them this morning several things about doing some chores, right? Pick up the broom, sweep the corners a little bit. You see some debris underneath the table, just get it up. We've got a hardwood floor in the house and uh, just a few area rugs here and there. And for the most part, it's just wide open space. It's a nice open floor plan but uh, the hardwood floor has taken a beating over the past three, four years. And <clears throat> it's, it's all right. Um, I would prefer to have these hardwood floors over a carpet as you know, mistakes do happen over the years and you know, pet, uh, pet dander and uh, there, there may be some fluids here and there, um, God forbid. 
that kind of saturate and permeate the, the flooring and it, it's very detrimental. Then you get stains in the hardwood under, underneath. So uh, I'm really glad to, to have such a house in the current condition that it's in where it doesn't need much TLC. Just uh, a little swiffer here and there once in a while, but uh, I have resolved picking up the mop to get the floors really clean. But uh, this afternoon I told my daughter, make sure she sweeps, vacuums, and mops. So why do all three? Well, to ensure that anything you may have missed with the broom, a little whisk broom, you pick up with the vacuum. And then you follow up with a nice, a nice uh, pine saw uh, solution on the mop bucket. Light, lightly damp, dampen the, the mop and uh, you pass it over the surface. And there you go, you've got a nice clean surface that you can walk barefoot without any debris and whatnot. Oh, I hate it when there's like a litter box downstairs in the basement and it's just one, one or two granules on the bottom of your bare foot. When you're standing in front of the washing machine or the dryer, you've got clean linens coming out of that washing machine. That, that's the proximity of the cat litter box to our laundry room. And finishing up the basement, that whole area is kind of cordoned off now, where eventually at some point in time, it might turn out to be a bathroom, a third bathroom. Maybe just a half bath with a toilet and a sink, but um, either way, the, the potential is there and that whole area is uh, under renovation. And this weekend is gonna be a fantastic opportunity for me to just pick up my spackling game a little bit more. Uh, as years have passed since I have done any spackle and mud work on sheetrock, <clears throat> I did not want to do it. To tell you the truth, I, I wasn't looking forward to doing any spackle or paint. However, finding the opportunity you know, to pick up the materials and save a tremendous cost, literally 25 bucks it cost me for the trowel and uh, three gallons or so of, um, I don't know, 50 pounds perhaps of joint compound. So I'm gonna be applying that uh, this weekend. Many layers, I'm sure in certain areas to float it out because uh, my sheetrocking skills just isn't what it used to be. And a lot of the seams um, are mismatched. You know how you got the little divot on the ends of a uh, raw material. Uh, for sheetrock, if anybody's familiar with that, yeah, there's a little recess on the ends of your four by eight sheets. And on the eight foot sides, there is a lesser of a thickness to the material by maybe a 16th of an inch to an eighth of an inch total. I'm not sure of the exact measurement, but it allows you enough to float out a layer of joint tape, uh, mesh tape, paper tape, uh, spackling tape, joint tape, whatever you want to call it, and uh, put a layer of mud uh, over it. Actually, you put a layer of mud first, then you lay your tape, and then you go over it with another layer or two perhaps three even if you want to float it out uh, quite substantially from any given seam on your drywall board. So I've learned that technique. Uh, thanks, Wade. Um, that's the second time I'm mentioning you in the podcast in the last 24 hours, by the way. Um, learned a lot from my cousin and working with him over the years. And thank you so much. So many years later, 20, yeah, 20 Years later, almost, 19, 20 years to the day, perhaps, uh, working on the Baker Street house. Yeah, growing up on Baker Street. Didn't Sherlock Holmes grow up on Baker Street? 
Hmm, interesting. Very interesting indeed. But, yeah, as a child um, with the pet dander and uh, the carpeting in the house, and I was talking about the flooring issue, I had such a difficult time, and I don't share this very often, if at all, with anyone. But um, my parents moved out. Usually it's the other way around, right? The kids fly the coop. But in certain instances, you've got uh, the inverse, where my parents left me all alone in this house I grew up in after 20 years. And I put some money into it, probably about sixteen dollars or $17,000. Uh, I put into the, the house and renovating the floors, uh, new windows, sheetrock, and so forth. So that's, that's my experience primarily, uh, doing some renovations, demolition, and sheetrock work, uh, in addition to you know, flooring and windows and general contracting kind of thing, general construction, I should say. But it wasn't until many years later, fast forward about seven, six, seven years, and I, I was put to work with my cousin. And uh, we did some finishing work and warranty punch list items for major home builders and developers. And it kept, it kept him busy for many, many, many years and probably continues to do so in addition to his side hustle, which is pretty much the same thing on the, on the weekends or after hours. For all I know, he, he might be working for himself. Um, don't talk very often. Spoke a couple months back, three months, four months ago, back in December. Now, it's as if you had a, an opportunity. You know, looking back 20 years ago, you really can't do much to change that. You can change your perspective on things. You can change how you remember things. But the skills in which you take away from an experience, such as you know, an apprenticeship and learning a trade, for example, welding, for example, perfect example, picking up a MIG welder and you know, bonding steel and fabricating metals was also something that I was forced to learn getting into this industry and having my own business, uh, I was forced to really teach myself the right way to wield <laughs> for what I thought was the right way. But I spent a couple years doing so. You know, some stick welding here and there. My father had an old welder in the garage on Baker Street. And I think that welder still still works. It's got to work. It's, it's probably still plugged into that darn outlet in the garage. We had a detached garage, and my brother Joe, he's working on it right now. He put a new, uh, some new plywood and, and roofing on it the last few weeks. So good job, Joey. And uh, he's, he's keeping the structure uh, standing for the most part. So the house is in the family after all these years. What year was the house purchased? It was built in the 60s, wasn't it? 1959? I, my memory doesn't recall, but the house is old. And uh, then, then the owner had built a house next door, sold this house, and subsequently my father's friend, school friend back in the late 70s, early 80s, evidently had lived there for a short stint in time, and then it turned out to be the Applegate residence. 
and a lot of memories were were developed in this this home and it was it was home it continues to be home home is where the heart is and thinking about you know, heritage and lineage and uh, emigration families disperse over generations and they travel across the globe and your heritage your lineage may have derived from african descent or the middle east or eastern europe in my case so i think about this quite often because it's something that's valuable to me to understand that this is where I come from. My grandfather, he established this family in this United States. <laughs> That's right, not the other one. South River, New Jersey. Top of the food chain, Wade would say. <laughs> there you go, Wade. But it's not often enough. I get up there to Jersey. Jersey boy, right? Yeah, well... I don't know if I've got a dialect. People tell me all the time. I can tell you. Where are you from? You're not from around here. Northern Virginia, Maryland. This is like southern states. If you think about um, you know, the Mason-Dixon line. But it's really not. Um, we've got an associate uh, who's up from Tennessee past several days. Tennessee. Now that's the south. Definitely. I must say. And um, I'd love to get down there sometime. Once we pick up this RV, we'll have some Applegate adventures back on the road. And I'm sure you guys will be well privy to all that excitement going on. But uh, we're at the precipice here. And that's the second time I'm using that word, again, in just as many days. Thinking about the opportunities that lie ahead, not only to develop my children's habits and foundation Within this home, we've also got a recreational vehicle to establish just that many more memories. <clears throat> and we had a camper on the old pickup truck growing up back in the 80s. And it, it had its stint, but then it lingered for way too long. And then we had another pickup truck with its can dedicated camper linger much too long for decades in a driveway rotting away just becoming dilapidated you know you've got to keep upkeep a lot of these things and rvs are no exception when you're when you've got pride of home ownership and you're working on your house and making the the grass uh, cut nice and neat two or three times a week geez god forbid you take that lawnmower out more than once a week <laughs> with with the torrential downpours we had in the last few days I'm not surprised my next door neighbor is out there three times a week religiously he's like oh it's got a time to cut the grass again it's been two days keep it well trimmed it's like those people who get their hair cut you know, every two weeks they literally go to the barber and trim up shape up keep it, keep it tight <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Others, they just let it go. And in fact, they've got Christmas lights in May. I've got one down the street. 
and um, I should sh just take a picture and like hold up a calendar at the same time and say, hey, it's May, guys. Uh, it's all year that they keep the lights on up, but not turned on, of course. But they're icicle lights hanging from the gutters. Come on, please. This is not where we live, or is it? It could be in your neck of the woods. I don't know. But um, yeah, for those of you who are just joining, thank you for enjoying this Applegate experience. It isn't my experience, in fact, not yours. So uh, a little bit of uh, greed there. I am sharing it as most transparently as possible. And I do invite you to share your story as well. I'd love to get some chatter in my ear. And um, please reach out. And I, I took some time yesterday on the Facebook uh, broadcast, driving up the Katahdin Mountain Highway, uh, live stream version of the Applegate experience. And uh, believe it or not, uh, I shouldn't have done so. Uh, I took however many minutes out of everybody's lives, and I do this daily on a continuous basis. So please forgive me, as I do not know what I do <laughs> most of the time. But I'm just spitting out a bunch of words. Uh, for your ears only. But if you haven't already, please follow me on Instagram at Stephen Applegate MD, as in Maryland, as well as the Applegate Experience and, and Applegate Health on Twitter. Applegate Management everywhere else. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Or is there? There's quite a bit more. So just hang tight. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Just a brief word from our sponsors. That's right, we've got sponsors. So let's throw that in there. So uh, stay tuned and uh, stick around. We'll be right back after these brief messages. Welcome back to the show. That's right, I've got my blinker on. Merging onto 340 and 15 South. And now I've got uh, some Reiki going on in my earbuds. So I'm not going to let that distract me. I'm going to let it get me in focus here. As I've got a few more minutes making my way down the Catactin Mountain Highway. As I um, just dictate my life events for you folks. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? It brings joy to my heart to be able to share such goodness. And I do not have any ill intentions. Please forgive me if you get the wrong impression. Please understand that um, my pursuance, my perseverance, my transcendence translates to my wellness. Okay. And that's pretty much how I'm putting it down for you to pick up. So whether or not you do anything with this information, this knowledge, my ability to set forth the goals of enlightenment, as I know, the next half of my life is going to be fantastic. This journey for the next 40 years is going to be amazing. And I want it to count. I want to understand that the relationships that I'm developing with you, each and every one of you, uh, I'm encouraging you to work with me in a professional manner, on a personal level, and to understand that there's something to take away here. It's reciprocal. It's a symbiotic relationship. 
and there's a balance there's a rhythm there's an ability to do do good do good stuff Jocom would say and yes Jocom I'm talking about you buddy good job by the way you've really established something fantastic your legacy is going to make a difference in many other lives in addition to those you've impacted thus far and I cannot stress that enough and be more eloquent because you've got a few folks out there who are influencers social media gurus and they've got this and that that they talk about all the time and there's only a, a finite amount of security that you can instill in something. I'm literally driving behind an armored truck right now. And the, the reason I use the word security is because I'm looking at a port in this armored door in the back of this vehicle. As I take my exit, he'll be skirting off down the Catacta Mountain Highway ahead of me. But go Brinks. This episode's brought to you by Brinks.com. That's Brinks Securities. B-R-I-N-K-S.com. Make that Brinksinc.com. B-R-I-N-K-S-I-N-C.com. Please forgive me. <laughs> Not a sponsor. I'm just kidding. Wouldn't that be fantastic if I can get Brinks as a sponsor on the Applegate Experience? Wouldn't you love to hear an advertisement from Brinks Securities? Do you need an armored truck to pick up your cash from your local small business? Do you need it laundered? <laughs> God forbid. By the way, that show Ozark, not too shabby. Um, what was the other Amazon um, Prime series that I, I enjoyed a couple years ago? Uh, Sneaky Pete, that was probably about a year, year and a half ago. I think they're coming out with a new season. But I'm not so much for network television. I cut the cable years ago. Uh, I stream everything, if at all, anymore. I really don't even turn the television on, unless if I'm watching my live stream, just to make sure that the audio is okay. Um, now, recently on YouTube. So here it is. The Applegate Experience podcast continues, and we're branching out onto the man cave, and the man cave is coming together. I mean, you got uh, some erosion, right? Some some natural mother nature pretty much takes care of most of the caves that uh, are in existence. There are some man-made caves with uh, mining and so forth. So well, let's call it the mining sort of cave. I like that reference because of the cryptocurrency aspect of things. And in the studio for blockchain trade market, we had uh, you know just a very crude setup. The green screen, the lighting, all very crude. Now we're gonna kick things up a notch after the renovations wrapping up. And we've got the microphone, we've got the boom on its way. Uh, ETA is this afternoon, so I'm sure I'll be utilizing that. But once the renovations do complete, and there's substantial completion here, I would think that <clears throat> the color choice of paint on this wall will be a Pantone green uh, for a green screen so that each and every wall can be blended in and edited out. 
right? I'll have Ben Franklin sitting there over my left shoulder, you know, telling me exactly, you know, <clears throat> what type of content to put out there for you guys on any given day, whether it be cryptocurrency, blockchain information, drone events, that's at UAV.report. We've got blockchain trade.market. We've got AI Tech Zone, VRI's Vision, AR Sign Systems, and so much more. So this episode is brought to you by all of that. As I continue my commute here, which is in excess of 27 minutes as the podcast started off and before the kids got on the bus. So my commute is literally 27 minutes, give or take 60 seconds or so with traffic. There was a little bit of a delay on 15. But for the most part, yeah, I'm making use of this time. And I invite you to reinvent yourselves. Down Cherry Lane. This health and wellness kick is continuing. And I'm looking down at my empty kombucha bottle here because, um, yeah, I've got no kombucha with me today. It's just water. I'm drinking copious amounts of water, but I've got tea. Oh, I brought some tea, some lemon zinger, some ginger and lemon tea. I think I've got some peach in there, maybe some mandarin, and I'm going to drink copious amounts of tea today. I should have ground some coffee beans for the office. Uh, I love dark roasted, French roasted Starbucks whole bean coffee that I grind in the comfort of my home and I brew a nice fresh pot of coffee. And I did that this morning. I had two cups, so I'm kind of like had my fill. But I utilized just a little bit of soy milk in there now, and that's it. No heavy creamers, no sugar. Man, it's been probably four years since I've added sugar to my coffee. But I'll still like things light and sweet every once in a while. Matcha tea was pretty big when I was heavily into my fasting in December and January. And I lost 40 pounds just in that uh, two to three month duration there around the new year. So the effort continues. I've got about 25 to 30 pounds to lose as I'm slowly creeping back up into the 220 range. But for the most part, at my greatest, I lost 90 pounds during this health and wellness kick. And it's a total lifestyle, folks. It's just not a, it's not a diet. It is a lifestyle. So I invite you down Cherry Lane. Please visit cherrylane.associates for more information about living healthy and making the right decisions in life here. So time management <clears throat> is all well and good. But until you make the right decision to positively impact tomorrow, you have, it, it starts today in this, uh, this moment in time. So if you haven't already, make it a great day. And thank you for your time and effort as I pull into this parking space throw it into park and wish you all the best remember to live life healthy guys and be well